my name is Violet and I'm obsessed with all things personal development. As a life, health, wellness, and meditation coach, I love empowering you through difficult seasons of life so you can venture and live a life you truly love. Join me as I cover topics on health and wellness, money, business, work, great relationships, not so great relationships, love, loss, family, achieving those beautiful goals, creating balance in life, growth, and so much more. Consider this your one stop on a shop for a little happy hour blended with your personal school of life. Grab a drink, get cozy, and get ready to be challenged and inspired while you learn. This is the Venture Love Podcast. I am so excited to have this very special guest on the Venture Love Podcast. For our listeners, you'll want to check out Monique Gomez. Monique is a trauma and resilience life coach, Reiki master, and licensed massage therapist with a master's in social work. As a previous counselor, she has collected skills to support people from any point in life. And with a history in mental health counseling and grief support work, she advocates for discussing the hard parts of life. Her work blends the physical and energetic body to work with the nervous system towards healing. So Monique, super happy and proud and excited to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Violet. I'm so happy and excited to be here. Awesome. So today I'd love to discuss how our bodies can be a really beautiful pathway to working with the nervous system. So as a life coach and I've done and practiced Ricky myself, I know how powerful um, and beneficial it is to integrate that work, those two works together. So mm-hmm. I'd love to first ask you and have those listening get to know you a little bit better. So what first drew you into this beautiful work? Was there like a pivotal point in your life that that made you feel like the traditional standard ways of healthcare weren't working or cutting it for you? Like what made you want to get into this, into this lifestyle? Yeah. So um, I started as a massage therapist when I began my career and I was entering school to be a counselor. The body work was just so present and the anxiety and the mental health pieces of life. Um, came into the session, each session. And so with that, and then going through the counseling world, there was a lot of barriers that I noticed. And with the energy work, I initially started energy work with a another massage therapy friend just to get continuing education. And I found how much clarity can come from the energy work. Mm-hmm. And obviously being a body worker, I was able to integrate that very easily with my biz- massage business on the side um, while doing my counseling work. So when I saw the barriers in the clinical world, the biggest one of all was kind of the team casting over their insight, opinion, bias on the client and their needs and the intervention we would um, use. And so to me, that was the most heartbreaking part of my job. Even mm-hmm. though we were supposed to be a part of this integrative collaborative team, it wasn't always geared to the client. And those are very sh- small instances, but again, they overlap so many times in my career that it's really like, we're just muting the client's voice and what the client's body is telling us, what the client's behavior is telling us. And so that was the biggest um, insight of all. And it wasn't a specific pivotal point. My license is currently on probation. 
And so that was the major pivotal point because I was prematurely opening my own private practice for counseling and wanted to integrate the body work and the energy work in a larger scale. But that kind of slap in the face really stopped that whole idea. And then I found the life trauma and resilience life coaching, which really was that pivot in my career of here's a salutogenic model that has the client as the forward basis to push us and to integrate what the client wants and needs and wants to try right within mm-hmm. treatment. And so that was the biggest pivot of my life and career, right? Because I had this whole trajectory of how I wanted to plan my career. And then, you know, a rural legislation got um, in the way. And it was the biggest shut in the face, but also most amazing, fantastic, you know, divine intervention, if you want to call it that, to pivot into life coaching and to really integrate the body and energy work that I do. Isn't that interesting how I just feel like whenever I talk to people and this, I feel like it happens more often than we think that something just kind of, you're going about your merry old way thinking like life's going to go one way and then boom, like something just like stops you and makes you reconsider like, hang on, Mm -hmm. this is my path or maybe this is the way. How interesting. Yeah. And it was so integrative how it changed my life and my regulation skills because I was off the rails. I was in a small depression. I was binge watching Netflix way longer than I needed to for periods of time where I was like, this is not healthy, Monique. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I sought different services and huge, huge U-turn. That's amazing. Um, So actually a question I I just thought of for people that are new to Reiki, I know some people are, most people are kind of like, they get the general gist of like life coaching. Um, But with Reiki, could you explain it for someone that's like, what in the world is Reiki? Like what in the world is that? And I know I come across people still to this day that they're like, what is that exactly? They don't, they think it's very woo woo or they, you know, they're Mm -hmm. very, um, they just don't know. So how would you explain it? Um, in your way to someone who's brand new to the idea of, of energy work in Reiki? Well, I like to say it in a few different ways. The first way is, you know, the very common you, Reiki means universal life force energy. Um, and so I label that as source because I like the client to integrate whatever label they want to put on that, whether it's God, Jesus Christ, consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I explain to the client that I am just a facilitator. Mm-hmm. Um, the source comes from whoever you call in and I explain it like a light switch up my, one of my business coach gave me this analogy that, you know, the source of the energy comes from the electrical, you know, business company. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm just the light switch on the wall. Mm-hmm. And so I use my hands to facilitate that energy and mm-hmm. remove blockages, bring clarity, bring the ultimate rest. And so I explain the outcomes of that is deep sleep deep rest, all your organs and body systems are working optimally for health. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's generally how I explain it. And of course, like I said, I like to integrate the client's needs in that. Um, And sometimes that means having a reflection period afterwards to just express and hold space. I love that. You explain that so beautifully, so perfectly. I love it. Thank you. So I know, you know, in terms of people today, there's so many people, um, especially coming out of this pandemic. I mean, I feel like we're still like crawling out of it that are just, like you said, maybe watching too much TV. I mean, we've all had seasons of that. I know myself of like, oh, I just don't feel good. I feel sluggish. I'm not doing the things that I know I need. Like we all know what we need to do to take care of ourselves. But for maybe someone listening right now that's in that 
state of their life, feeling sluggish or feeling like, oh gosh, something is just not right. Something's out of alignment, like, um, or things are coming up for them. Like what would be maybe a few signs for someone that's in that like rut, that's in that hole that wants to get out? Like what would be a few signs that you would say um, if someone were to come to you describing these, these things, wanting some, some support, like what would be like a first step for that person to take to pull themselves out of it, to kind of like take the step out of that, that hole that they're feeling. Yeah. I love this. And I love two part questions. So thank you for this question. Mm -hmm. The first part is how to recognize when you need help. Right. And that really is like, you're talking about with the next Netflix binging Um, Mm -hmm. it's avoidance. Anytime you're trying to avoid something, right. Whether it's overworking um, drinking or substance uses um, using TV and other outlets, media to avoid your problems Avoidance is a huge indicator that you need more support, mm-hmm. whether it's any human on earth needs this. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you recognize that you're avoiding um, and trying to control certain situations, you can gauge the unhealthiness of that point. And whoever it is, the next part of your question, um, seeking help, mm-hmm. asking a friend, asking a coach or mentor or a counselor going for that first step. And really it's a Google search, you know, it's a Yelp page. It's someone recommended Monique for massage therapy. So here I'll book an appointment with Monique. You know what I mean? So it's those first steps that can really get you interested in, okay, what does my body need? What's going on in my brain and body and how can I support myself on all these levels? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love holistic health and holistic wellness and providers like you, Violet, who have multiple modalities that you use. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's crucial for every client to experience different modalities, even a friend, like I mentioned, it could be a friend saying, calling a friend or texting saying, Hey, I'm really stuck right now. I'm avoiding X, Y, Z. I need mm-hmm. your help. That's perfect. That's like the most perfect first, first step. I mean, and also, I mean, so many people carry this feeling for years and years and years, and it's mm-hmm. deeply ingrained, I want to call it trauma because I feel like that's what it is. I've done a therapy myself for certain things I've experienced in the past. And so I know how crucial and beneficial that is, but in terms of people carrying so much discomfort and pain um, and, you know, year after year after year, they feel this and maybe they don't recognize it's bubbling up and coming up to the surface. So like my next question is how does trauma affect the mind and the body connection? And what are those signs? I mean, I know you mentioned avoidance. Is there anything else that comes up for you? So a solution to that avoidance, sorry, I might go off the rails here, is okay. understanding and experiencing your body, right? Like you're saying people are at this, I like to call it survival mode, mm. because um, you're only focused on the survival needs, right? The basic needs that you need, the basic needs of your kids and family, right? Mm -hmm. but you're not focusing on when something happens and your anxiety goes up, your chest starts to hurt, right? Your heart beats really fast. You're sweating, or Mm -hmm. maybe you skip a meal because you have so much going on, right? That is survival mode. And to, to me, when you can realize that you skipped a meal, you didn't get enough sleep, you're putting others needs before your own. That is a sign to get help. That Mm -hmm. is a sign to say, my nervous system is out of whack and I need support with this because mm-hmm. your body will tell you your body is the ultimate response. It's the first response. And we talk about with the three ways, sorry, maybe jumping into your next question, okay. um, three ways to support emotional regulation, to be friends with your nervous system. 
interoceptive awareness is when we can identify, assess, and understand and respond to the pathways and the signals that our body's exemplifying. And one of that is hunger, right? We feel the hunger pains. Another one I've experienced recently with all the transitions in my business right now is holding my breath and recognizing that, oh my God, I'm holding my breath. Oh my God, I'm clenching my jaw right now. That's Mm -hmm. interoceptive awareness. And once we build that more and more, that is truly the first step to working with your nervous system. I love that. I mean, just as you mentioned that sometimes I know I, I never really did this a ton before, but being a mom, sometimes I feel like if I, I like, I've noticed that I didn't have the word to call it that, but I've noticed that sometimes I'm just like this mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> It's like my shoulders will be like up high tense and crunched in while I'm doing stuff for the baby or if he's like frantically crying, he needs something. And then I get like thrown off track where I just like go into this like tense mode. And it's like, hang on, like I'm noticing it more now, just being really in tune with my body and practicing the things that I know are helpful for me. Mm-hmm. It's very nice that it's a great reminder that you mentioned that because I think so many of us have the like tight jaw and like clenched back and like or hunched shoulders. And mm-hmm. it's, it's so, yeah, I say that all the time. It's your body is screaming and speaking to you, but are you listening? Are you really, really listening? For those that are recognizing these signs and are saying like, oh, hang on, like Monique's saying like, okay, maybe binge watching all night, all weekend and going to work first thing in the morning, Monday, I just feel like, I feel like crap. Like I want to feel better. I don't feel good. I want to, I recognize that these are the signs that are preventing me from moving forward in my life and preventing me from feeling good to do the things I want to do to maybe go on the date with this person or to Mm -hmm. make my lunch at home instead of ordering DoorDash, you know, yep. I'm recognizing the things I know I need to do, but like, what are some actionable steps or like, in what ways does, you know, the work that you do, Monique, help these people? Like, what are the ways that body work helps me? Like, how would that help me in my situation? Get out of my slump get out of the way I'm feeling to feel and do better. I love that question. And again, I tell you, I love two part questions. So let me piece this out. (laughs) The first initial thing, especially like you said, when you feel and notice the Mm -hmm. clenching or the holding your breath, whatever it will be for you, identify the feeling, Mm -hmm. identify the feeling. You don't have to say how or why or the whole explain the whole situation, right? You just say, I feel worried. I feel really anxious right now. Be, mm-hmm. I feel um, scared, angry, upset, frustrated. Label all of the feelings. Don't say how or why or whatever. Label them. And then the second step, actionable step, is to do body regulation skills. The first one I teach, especially my building regulation skills, is breath. We connect to our breath. And it literally can be three breaths. And my favorite is the in for four, out for seven. Um, because the longer the exhale, the body tells the brain that you're safe with mm-hmm. the long exhales. So I'm going to take one now. You can join me if you want. Sure. So the breath is going to connect you to that interoceptive awareness. So even after or before identifying the feelings, you can do that breath to help you identify. And even if you can't identify, because as um, children, we weren't always taught feeling words, right? Especially mm-hmm. um, everyone in our generation who, you know, parents were suppressing those mm-hmm. emotions. And yeah. so now can build words as an adult to, to what's going on in our body. The second is the physical exercises. And it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to run to the gym. If you're clenching your jaw, you know what I mean? 
you can do simple exercises. The one I like, and it's kind of like the shrug that you described. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it squeeze and release. You're going to raise your shoulders and squeeze up into the ears and then relax all the way down. And we're going to do two more. Squeeze and relax. Last one. Squeeze. Relax. Feels good. Yes. So moving those muscles, even if it's a stretch, even if it's getting up from your desk, walking, or like a mom, right? Mm -hmm. Putting your baby in the safe space, getting up, walking to the kitchen, maybe doing a lap around the island, whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do to move your body. And I find that this works best when you do it in the very early morning. I just started a morning routine for the first time in my life. Um, And it definitely, yeah, it changes the trajectory of your whole day with your regulation. Mm -hmm. So if you're not there yet, again, Mm -hmm. squeeze and release, Mm -hmm. breathe. Um, There's so many other ones that I teach in my group. And that leads into the second part of your question. Some of my coaching services. So right now I have a group that's launching. It's called Building Regulation Skills Group. It's a five-week group. The f- we have a 60-minute call just to identify your needs and get some goals on a sheet of paper. You get a workbook to track all your skills that you're using. We meet each week to mm-hmm. go over skills like we just practiced mm-hmm. um, and practice them in real time as a group. And then check-ins. What was your wins? Because a lot of what I found in my beta group was that the mindset work kept coming in and disrupting our patterns. Mm-hmm. And so when we celebrate our wins, we truly celebrate. We don't say, but this happened or so-and-so helped me. So it was really their win. No, we focus on what the skills that you have and get to that growth factor to practice those, those skills and make them a habit. I do this also in the one-on-one coaching. It's We do it in a different way. We do it in a timeline. It's a longer container. It's about five to six months of coaching, which also includes body work, massages, as well as energy work. The virtual program obviously doesn't include the body work, but does have the energy work. And with those, we work on a timeline, which we pick out instead of the negative stuff, we pick on the growth factors and we pick apart that experience to create a skill procedural to help you in today's world, in the future to say, oh, I'm triggered because of whatever's happening. Let me pull out my skill and do the skill. Mm-hmm. You practice and you practice and you practice. Some of it's really related to safety, right? Because that's what our nervous system is identifying, right? Our body's like, we're not safe. We need to freak out right now. When mm-hmm. no, that's not the case. There's so many skills that you've built up in your lifetime that you've already used that you can use in this new situation. And so I love, 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 love doing resilience coaching because it's all strengths-based. And that's why it's so different than the counseling work that I've done, because it's truly all about you and working with what you already have. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's so, so beautiful. So for anyone listening, that's drawn and connected and resonating with what you share, how can people connect with you and work with you? How can they find you? Yeah. First and foremost, they can find me on my website, goldenhandsmassageaz.com, or I'm very active on IG, Monique Gomez underscore the coach. Perfect. And another question, where are you based? I'm in Arizona locally and um, I'm moving into my new office. So we will likely have some big groups in Arizona if anyone's here and wants to check us out. Amazing. Amazing. And final question I like to ask people, um, my guests on the podcast is what does it mean to venture a life that you love? I love this question because it definitely involves risks. Like I meant with the, like I spoke about with the pivot um, of my career, it's really about seeing the risk as a lesson Mm -hmm. in the journey 
and part of building that resilience. Beautiful. Thank you so, so much for spending your morning with us. I really, really appreciate you. And I'm so happy to have had you on the podcast. And I can't wait for everyone to listen to this episode. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into the Venture Love Podcast. If you love this episode as much as I did, make sure to rate and subscribe so you never miss a future episode. And if you want to continue the conversation and share your biggest takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Yes, you. Head on over to my Instagram at violet underscore ventures to share your favorite part, grab a freebie, learn about my latest offerings, or check out my latest blog. I can't wait to connect and hear from you. This is Violet, and I'll see you next time on the Venture Love Podcast.